0: you know, honestly, I think it really just starts with your mindset. Um, I, for me, just a lot of the, the growth that has happened in terms of not just my art, but just me as a person has been my mindset. Um, I, I think it's it's super important to stay aligned and in tune with who you are. Um, it's so easy to get caught up in like the comparison trap of you know, it's, you know you see everyone else doing big things and you're like okay why why hasn't that why hasn't this happened to me yet but really just I had to focus on and I definitely went through that like and I you know we all do it's it's totally normal but I definitely had to get my mind right in terms of of staying in aligned with my own journey remembering that you know this this journey is is literally just mine like I I can't focus on these outside forces because it's it's going to impact everything and when i'm not aligned and in tune with that kind of stuff everything's thrown off like i'll get creative block and just i won't feel motivated and and i think that i really had to learn to be like you know what courtney you need to stay in your lane and remember that your lane is your journey and to me that's that's the biggest change that i saw so once once i was able to just be like Let's be happy for what everyone else is doing on the outside. But remember that this is your journey.
1: Peace and thank you, family, for tuning into Creative Habits Podcast. I'm your host, Philip Anthony. And I'm your co-host, Indigo. We're based in Washington, D.C. with leading discussions on topics surrounding pop culture, business, lifestyle and art with an occasional guest appearance within the creative and entrepreneurial industry. and gain inspiration from artists living and working in their fields. Today's special guest is Courtney Heron. Courtney is a contemporary figurative painter from Los Angeles, California. Her work is characterized by bold yet calming color palettes that bring a sense of tranquility and peace to the viewer. Welcome to the show, Courtney.
0: Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it.
1: If you can remember, can you take us back to a time that you fell in love with art making? When did that moment happen for you? Gosh, I
0: think that happened before I can even remember. I feel like I was that young where I just kind of, I remember there's this picture of me, um, I think I was three, maybe holding a, in this like large smock, holding a paintbrush. Um, And it was, I feel like it was ever since then, which I honestly have no recollection of, um uh, was when I fell in love with art. I feel like that, that was when like I found my thing mm-hmm. um, and I kind of continued that you know, I was always like the artistic one, like when I was growing up, when I was little. um so i I feel like I kind of held on to that throughout my entire adolescence. Mm-hmm. and um, yeah, the the rest is history, so i was I was pretty young when it when it first happened that whatever that moment was, so mm-hmm. yeah.
1: Um, So what was it like living and being a native from Los Angeles and what was your childhood like?
0: It was great. You know, honestly, I, I laughed because I, you know, I love the sun. I love the warm weather. Just growing up in LA, I feel like I didn't realize how much I appreciated that kind of stuff um, really until I started, you know, kind of rediscovering myself as an artist. So Growing up in LA, I was always outside, always outdoors, playing, just, you know, I never wanted to come back inside. I was always like, you know, running around with the neighborhood kids, riding our bikes, hiking. Um, I was a Girl Scout. So there's a lot of like outdoor activities. So being outside and just kind of um, embracing the sun and the warm weather was was just all I can remember of my childhood. Um, and it was great. You know, my my parents always put me in extracurricular activities and and art was one of those things that I definitely in uh, sports and stuff like that. So it was um it was a great childhood.
1: In LA. How much of that experience um ended up inspiring your work as an artist today?
0: Well, it's really interesting because I didn't realize how much it would. So just i I love. Being in the sun, like I said, like the warm weather, that kind of stuff. And I didn't realize how much of a role things like nature and the outdoors and even just colors and textures play a pretty significant role in my art. And for a while, I felt like I had to create in a certain style or um, just create art that felt more traditional in a sense. But at the same time, i I kind of felt like I was ignoring the um, the cues from my life that I I actually, you know, were infused into my artwork. So that's kind of just, you know, painting with lots of greens and earthy tones and, um, just lots of warmth and and richness in a sense. Um, so it's, it's definitely an interesting thing that's happened recently, kind of just rediscovering, you know, my roots in a sense of, you know, where I grow up and how that's kind of really directly infused into the artwork that I'm creating.
1: Beautiful. Um, so your painting style is amazing. It's unique and consistent. When did you come to the specific aesthetic? Um, have you always been painting that way? Like with the same color, but the same type of style? You know, it's, uh, thank you for saying that. I really do appreciate that. I
0: I haven't, my artwork has changed morphed, you know, transitioned over the years in crazy ways that I just wasn't expecting. Um, but I would definitely say more recently I've kind of really found my footing I guess in terms of my style which I feel like has been like an ongoing battle for me just as an artist in general just the type of artwork that I'm creating Mm -hmm. Um, so it's definitely changed a lot over time Um, but so have I so I think that that's kind of only natural just to um, once you kind of really just get comfortable with your own self you start everything else in your life kind of starts to fall into place as it should so my art and style has definitely followed suit um i guess you know maybe more in in recent years which is which has been an awesome discovery for me um so I, i definitely haven't been painting um in my you know current style for a long time but i feel like once i kind of found that footing i was able to kind of you know hit my stride and and um really develop develop on something that was really more deeply rooted
1: into to who I am as an artist. Thank you for sharing that as well, because I do believe like I've had those moments where I'm like feeling like I haven't really caught on to what my voice is yet, but I'm pretty sure like a lot of our listeners have yep. this issue where it's like you think that you are going to stay the same way, but something might inspire you, but also yep. feeling like having artist block where you just don't know. But um, I, I do wanted to mention Absolutely. saying that that um, it's it's telling like just how you're different from when you are when you're 21 as opposed to like 30, you're gonna have different ways and different stages. Absolutely. Of so thank you for sharing that. How do you hope your audience receives your art? Um, what emotion do you hope that they convey when they look at your work?
0: I hope the audience is able to feel something. I think that we just like the human experience is just so different yet connected for everyone. Mm -hmm. And I think through my art, I, I like to, I'm, I'm very inspired by my own emotions, my own feelings. So even when I'm painting, like the mood that I'm in is often conveyed through the artwork. Mm -hmm. I think I leave a lot of um, room for spontaneity when I'm actually creating to really just have a raw moment with my own emotions and kind of just seeing how that um, unfolds onto the canvas. So I definitely hope that the viewer is able to feel just something, some some sort of spark inside, some sort of warmth, even if it's calm, if it's happy, if it's anything, just some some sort of connection to their own internal selves, simply because that's kind of what I'm putting out onto the canvas as well. So I think as long as there, there's some type of emotion brewing, some type of feeling that you're getting, because a lot of times, you know, you don't necessarily know how you're feeling, but you know that you're feeling something. So I think that that's, that's at the very least, is what I would want from the viewer.
1: Beautiful. Um, so how, um, can you talk about how your creative process is like? How do you think through your ideas or make them into a reality? Hmm. Um, so I'm definitely
0: in my head a lot. Um, I'm an artist in every sense of the word, just Mm -hmm. in terms of, you know, there's so much going on in my head, so much, so many ideas that I have um, constantly. So it's, it's really just tapping into kind of just like I said, the the emotions that I'm feeling. um, And then also, I'm very inspired by the human form, especially the the female body, Mm -hmm. and kind of just um just the, the things that I see just out in everyday life um, from just people, you know, TV, um, stuff you see scrolling on social media, just I'm very just um, inspired by the form, the hum- human form, just how we're shaped, you know, the way we sit, just those those types of things. So um, I keep a lot of those visualizations like in my head and I kind of let them them brew. I know that like I want to do something with it. So I'll usually, you know, have these these visions and I'm I'm rarely sketching. So it's kind of just taking these ideas that I have in my head and really just putting them straight onto the canvas. Um, I leave a lot, I think I've mentioned this before, but I leave a lot of room for um, just breathing room and physical room on the canvas for spontaneity, just because I may have an idea, but I don't know exactly how it's going to develop and unfold. But I, I enjoy that I kind of it's almost like intuitive painting where I'm just kind of have a general idea, but I kind of just let it flow. Um, and that kind of, you know, plays a role just in the the shapes and just the organicness of the the lines and the colors and stuff like that. So it's it's definitely just taking <laughs> these these crazy visions and stuff that I have in my head and kind of just letting them flow naturally onto the canvas.
1: Lovely. So what kind of artists are you? Are you the type that would have several different canvases on the table that you've been working on simultaneously? Or do you have to finish that one piece before you go to another one?
0: Oh, no, I'm all over the place completely. <laughs> There's probably like 20 unfinished paintings, you know, in my, my studio right now. Um, it's and I think I, I've had to just kind of embrace that. Mm-hmm. Um, cause like, you know, who's, who's to say when a painting is done, essentially, like you could always go back and, you know, change, change it if you want to. But, um, I've kind of just had to, to let myself be that way and know that, you know, if I start something, if I don't finish it, like not to beat myself up because it's not done yet. It's like, I know that the time's not right at that moment to finish it. I'll know, I'll, I'll come back to it eventually. I'll develop my style some more um, and pour into it when it feels right. Because I, the times that I I feel like I have to finish something or, um, need to know when it's done is when I'm not necessarily creating, um, Mm -hmm. in alignment with,
1: with my natural process. Mm -hmm. I love that. Um, and I can definitely relate. Sometimes it's like, I feel like I'm able to finish everything. However, it's like, I feel like I'm the type that needs to finish before I move on to something else. Because if I go to bed and it's not done, I cannot sleep. <laughs> it's not happening.
0: Yeah, I know. It's, it's a roller coaster of emotions.
1: <laughs> yes. Um, so you've been featured on platforms such as Society6, Refinery29, and other special collaborations. At what point in time did you start selling your work and doing the work to gain recognition?
0: So I started selling my, I started selling my work on Society6, which is a print on demand platform. So that's where I was selling basically uh, print, like framed prints, framed artwork. Um, that's kind of where I started. Um, I'm familiar with the print on demand world. So that was kind of like a no brainer to me to, um, to start there at least just as I was getting my footing and, you know, setting up my own website. So, um, start, you know, selling on society six is where I was able to really just get familiar with what it felt like to sell my art and like put my art out there. Um, and that was probably, I think that was like in like 2018, I want to say. So, um, ever since then I've, I've kind of, um, that's definitely been like a, a a huge part of, of, um, where I do most of my marketing and, and things like that. Um, while developing my own website. So, um, yeah, it's been several, several years from now. I mean, several years um, selling on society six. Um, and it's, it's nice just because they handle all the overhead, you know, it's, it's nice to just create and, you know, I all I have to do is upload the artwork and, you know, they kind of handle everything else. So I can focus on, um, you know, while they handle that, I can, I can focus on other things in, in terms of building my business. So
1: Fantastic. Thank you for sharing that. Um, So what does doing the work look like in terms of the opportunities you have received? I know a lot of the time, sometimes artists like haven't started and they're like, you know, why haven't I gotten to the place that I want to get to at this point? So I know that um, learning from a different artist that I spoke with, she was just saying, just do the work. So what are your recommendations in terms of like starting to do the work, but then how do you lead forward in order to get those opportunities?
0: You know, honestly, I think it really just starts with your mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, I, for me, just a lot of the the growth that has happened in terms of not just my art but just me as a person has been my mindset. Um, i I think it's it's super important to stay aligned and in tune with who you are. Um, i It's so easy to get caught up in like the comparison trap of you know, you know, you see everyone else doing big things and you're like, okay, why, why hasn't, why hasn't this happened to me yet? But really just, I had to focus on, and I definitely went through that. Like, and I, you know, we all do it's, it's totally normal, but I definitely had to get my mind right in terms of, of staying in aligned with my own journey, remembering that, you know, this, this journey is, is literally just mine. Like I, I can't focus on these outside forces Because it's it's gonna impact everything. And when I'm not aligned and in tune with that kind of stuff, everything's thrown off. Like I'll get creative block and just I won't feel motivated. And and I think that I really had to learn to be like, you know what, Courtney, you need to stay in your lane and remember that your lane is your journey. And to me, that's that's the biggest change that I saw. So once once I was able to just be like, let's be happy for what everyone else is doing on the outside, but remember that this is your journey. And as soon as I kind of just made that switch, you start to attract the the kind of opportunities that are in line with what you you want to do. Um, So to me, aside from actually just painting and doing the work, it it really, the backbone of all that is literally just your mindset. Like that to me was like the biggest
1: switch. Yeah, and I absolutely love you saying like staying in your lane, because oftentimes as individuals, we forget, that if we're not putting ourselves first in circumstances, we're gonna get distracted and like, focus on what's happening outside of ourselves that we end up actually not fulfilling, you know, our destinies or our passions. So I'm I'm glad that you mentioned that. Um, As artists, we gain a lot of inspiration from art history or other artists, as well as from our everyday lives. When it pertains to your own personal practice, what inspires you? Gosh.
0: I would definitely say, I would definitely say the the human form is definitely something that inspires me. I, I love, I have a deep appreciation for um, other artists who kind of paint in paint similar things. I guess um, I think that it's cool to see how different people um, kind of interpret art. So when it comes to figurative painting, um, I, I'm i just very just inspired by what, just how creatives see things and you just kind of having an appreciation for others, but also knowing that you have your own voice too. So it's like, and to be honest, that's kind of what give, has, what's, has given me my confidence in terms of staying true to my style and, you know, kind of just focusing on me and my, my unique craft, because so many people interpret art in so many different ways. So many people paint in so many different ways. And it just kind of gives you the confidence to paint in your unique way and embrace that wholeheartedly. Um, so I think that, um, I definitely take a lot of inspiration just generally from kind of like how other, other creatives see the world. Simply because it gives me that confidence to 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 be okay with putting my my perspective out there, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's it's that's really fueling to me. So it's it's really just kind of just inspired by creatives. Like I love I love seeing new things. I love not necessarily copying people's style, but just like I just to be inspired and surrounded by so much. Um, variety in in creativity, it kind of just gives you the freedom to to flow and to to kind of pour things out as you would, um, and then of course just the you know everyday things like nature. I love I love texture. I love warmth. I love um, things that invoke feeling and things that you can touch. So a lot of my work, uh, my originals, are you know you can kind of feel the texture. It kind of mimics the texture of things you see outside like sand and wood and different things like that so it's it's um <laughs> it's cool just to really play up those things artistically mm-hmm. um and you know it's kind of I'm inspired by things every day so it's it's really just kind of absorbing the world around me
1: um and visualizing those things in my head and
0: kind of letting it flow naturally to the canvas
1: and I'm glad you mentioned that about your work because I when I first saw it I was like I like it because it feels and looks organic. Like it gives the illusion of like natural things, like with the colors that you use, but just the human form yep. of it itself. But it's still in a natural state. Um, so I kind of like the way that you played yep. that. Um, can you please share the meaning behind an artwork that you've created that you really love? What's the title, and why is it a work that you're so proud of?
0: Hmm. Um. I would actually say so. I did a commission um, for a woman who reached out to me, and the title of it is called Reflection. And um, I think I think this project just spoke to me in general, simply because someone who didn't know me, they just kind of saw my artwork, reached out, and was able to trust me with with their. Um, input and interpret it in, in my own way. We, you know, we had a little call and like we chatted and she kind of told me the things that she likes and what she was inspired by. And this, this piece of artwork, it was, it was definitely something that um, it flowed so naturally and intuitively and, you know, kind of hearing her feedback Um, everything was just so spot on. She was like, you know, this, this really just nailed, you know, everything on the head with just in terms of what she wanted, the style. Um, and so it, it allowed me to, based on what she kind of told me what she wanted, I was able to really be present and in tune with the process and, um, kind of just speak to, to everything she wanted, but, but in my own way. And there's just something really special about that, just kind of knowing that someone trusts you um, with your vision. Um, and it was kind of a way, it was just such a, a present process for me, just really just thinking about, you know what she said and the colors and the 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 things that she kind of wanted, the the loose ideas that she wanted. Um, so it was it was just a really a present process, which I. Don't get to experience often. I don't do commissions too often, but um when I do them, it's just it's just feels like art in its most raw organic form, simply because you're creating with intention, but with intuition as well. So it was I don't know, it's just a really, really cool, cool process to to kind of just put yourself out there for someone
1: else. That's awesome. So your ability to capture figures in an abstract and simplified way is very refreshing, but I noticed that your primary focus is capturing women. Is that deliberate?
0: It is. I I think that, you know, you kind of paint what you know. Um, I definitely take a lot of inspiration as well from my own figure, in a sense, like I pay attention to the way I'm sitting or like I'm positioned or just laying and kind of using that as a source of inspiration. So um you know I, I like to kind of just show organic curves and lines and and stuff like that, so it's it's i guess easy in a sense to use your own perspective as as inspiration. um I've definitely wanted to paint more male figures um but it just hasn't it hasn't happened organically for me yet my go-to, my default, I guess, is to paint women and just, you know, just the curves. Like I love the curves of the female body and just those awkward poses that can happen. Um, so it definitely is intentional. And I think at least for right now, I definitely want to branch out a little bit more, but for right now, like this, this feels right.
1: Love it. It's beautiful. <laughs> um, so what is the significant lesson you had to learn in order to improve your own craft? I
0: think what I had to learn most was really not to overthink things too much. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like I, especially when I first started putting my artwork out there, I was nervous and, you know, afraid of just judgment. It's it's really scary putting your, yourself out there, especially your art. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I had to, I really have to have these, you know, conversations with myself and be like, you know, your, your art in whatever way, shape, or form it's, it's presented is, is you, it's an extension of you. Like what's, what's there to hide? Like there's, there's, there's no need to worry about how it's received because if it feels true to you, then that's really all that matters. So I had to really just get out of my own way and not overthink things too much. And I think when I'm able to let myself breathe in that way, give myself that space, that permission to just exist as an artist, mm-hmm. um, I I was really able to kind of let my creativity shine as opposed to just like overthinking it and overthinking the process every step of the way, like not, not being too rigid on the flow of things and how things are supposed to go. Um, so I think that that, like I said, like everything about your mindset, to me, is super important when it comes to creating. So -hmm. it's really just
1: allowing that to happen naturally. Beautiful. Um, So how is it important for you to center yourself around peace and abundance through art? Um, I know that when I was reading your artist statement, a lot of that kept popping up, the words peace, the words calmness, the words Mm -hmm. abundance. So I just want to know, like, what does that mean in relation to how you center yourself around that?
0: It's to me it's become I I feel like I have become and want to continue to become someone who is calm and grounded and just centered, like you said, because it's that's when I'm that's when I'm the happiest. That's when I'm at peace. That's when I'm calm, that's when I'm the most creative, when I'm the most open to just magnetizing the things that i want in my life. So i i think it's it's really just me continuing to to work on being that as a person and making sure that i i kind of maintain that throughout the ups and downs of of being an artist because there's there's so many highs and lows but remembering that peacefulness calmness is A choice happiness is a choice like I can choose to to ground myself and to center myself and um you know remain optimistic like everything's not going to be great all the time like that's just not realistic but just allowing yourself to remember who you are this is all part of the journey this is all part of being an artist it's not you know it, it really doesn't discriminate it's just it's just part of of the overall person i want to continue to become. Mm-hmm. so um it's it almost feels right to to paint in such calming colors simply because like that's the space that i want to linger in. um so it's it's definitely something that i that i work on every single day just mm-hmm. to to keep myself grounded and peaceful and calm. So it's, you know, listening to music and having the windows open when I'm painting, having the sunlight pouring in like those, those little things that kind of cultivate, you know, the space that I want to linger in, um, physically and creatively.
1: I love it. So what will be on your playlist while you're making work? Like, what are you talking Oh my goodness. <laughs> that you have to have on that playlist. Well, that's a great question. That could be a whole other episode, but I feel
0: <laughs> like, um, I'm definitely like the kind of person, like I, I love to just find a playlist. I, I like a lot of like, like Afro beats and even classical music, like anything that I can really just vibe to and just kind of feel um, is really helpful to my creative process. So just, just a lot of um, like soft, but like just vibey, I guess if that's a word um, just rhythms, just things that you can feel stuff that, creates an emotion um i feel like music is a whole is a whole topic but i feel like um i enjoy music that makes me feel not necessarily like stuff i can like rap along to necessarily it's just more so just cultivating a feeling and an emotion and an environment um that feels uplifting so there's my my playlist is all over the place it's it's very eclectic it, it always has been um but anything that just has like a rhythm that has movement that just is almost like a pulse. Um,
1: okay. you know? yeah, I, I can relate with the music that makes you feel, I had a good friend of mine who calls it feel good music or uh, yeah. field music because it's associated with nature and outside, but like just sense of like freeness. Yes. So I, I can definitely understand, um, the yes. music <laughs> that while you're creating, um, what motivates you to keep going? I think, um,
0: I feel, I feel very lucky to have a passion. Um, I feel very lucky to be able to create and, you know, have a career doing what I love. And like I said, everything is not always wonderful all the time. Like there's so many highs and lows, so many ups and downs, just in general, you know, navigating the art world and your career and money, there's everything. There's so, so many highs and lows. But I, I really feel grateful that I have a passion and something that I still love to do no matter what. So I'll take the highs and lows. These are the highs and lows that I want because I'm doing exactly what I love
1: Beautiful.
0: and what I feel like I'm supposed to be doing. So it's that's really what keeps me going. So despite the highs and lows, it's it's having something so meaningful, so so deep and true to me that I can have forever, like no one can take that away from me. So it's knowing
1: that is what keeps me going. Thank you for sharing that. Um, So like you're saying, um, you know, everything is not green, but you still are trying to be intentional with seeing the optimistical side or the positive side of that. Um, yeah. But if you have an issue when you're making your artwork, how do you rectify a mistake when you're painting? Do you start all the way over or do you find a solution and keep going? Um,
0: I'll usually take a break. So this is probably why I have so many unfinished pieces is because I hit a, I hit a roadblock. Mm-hmm. Um, so I sometimes will start over. Sometimes I'll just... I'll be working at something too much that it's like, okay, like we need to reset. We need to either step away from this for a long time and come back to it another time or, or completely start over. I have had days where I've painted over something just because I can't even stand to look at it anymore. So it just, it's, it's usually that starting, starting over or taking a break from it. Like really just out of sight, out of mind for a little while, like you need to shift to something else, like redirect that creativity to something else. Cause it's just, it's not the right time for this. Right. Um, so it's, it's usually just, um, it's usually, usually starting over. I'll, I'll rarely, I don't think I've ever had a time where I've been painting and, and ran and, and hit a snag and found the exact solution right away. Like it's, it's never happened that way. <laughs> like it's not pretty sometimes. So it's just, I have to just take a step back and, and that's okay. Like I have to give my, give myself permission to do that. Cause it is okay. Like I can start something else. I can move on. Like it's, it's okay. So that has definitely helped
1: in the, in the creative process. If you're not painting, what are you doing?
0: Oh gosh, I'm probably outside. Um, <laughs> I love hiking. I love just being outside going for walks. Um, I, I think that, uh, like when I'm not, so I definitely have times where I just don't feel like actually painting. I just like do not have it in me. Um, so I do a lot of like digital work too. So like I do a lot of digital illustrations as well. So like if I'm not actually painting with paint and like just, you know, in the studio zone, um, will you know, just watch TV on the couch and just doodle all day. Or um, I like to cook. I like to... Um, I love fashion, things like that. So it's, I like to pour my, my creativity into other places. Mm -hmm. And that's honestly what helps with my creative block is like, okay, if if painting is not happening right now, let me, let me channel this creativity, creativity elsewhere. Um, So that kind of helps like reinvigorate things. So like anything creative, to be honest, is, is I'm doing something. So it's cooking or just being outside, even going to the park and just, you know, relaxing, meditating, things like that. So.
1: Perfect. That's wonderful. So I'm coming up to the last few questions. Um, one of them is, what advice would you give any artist who wants to sell their work but doesn't have an audience yet? Or um, where do you suggest that they start, even if they are artists and they're practicing, but how do they keep that momentum going, feel encouraged and motivated to like understand the process of the business side in order to start mm-hmm. getting clients?
0: I think consistency is, is really key. I, there, I mean, there will be times when nothing is happening, mm-hmm. but I think that it's important to, you know, kind of, you know, if you're passionate about something, keep that same energy, no matter what. Um, and, and I, I think that that's, that's really what continues to help me um, because I know that I'm, I'm so passionate about it. Like there's no way I, I would ever give it up again because i I took a break from art at one point just when i was you know right after college and i was trying to figure out my life and it's like i promised myself i would never give it up again so i think that staying consistent is really important no matter what um creating art or creating in in any way every day so even if it's not just painting it's creating something doing something one little thing like setting up your website or you know deciding to um upload your your artwork to a a print-on-demand site like Society6. It's like consistency, doing one little thing every single day to get to where you want to be. Even if it's the smallest thing, I think that just doing one thing, even if it's not just painting, it's it's something geared towards where you want to be in the future, um, is really, really beneficial because I've had times and stretches of times where I just wasn't motivated, didn't do anything, didn't even turn on my computer or anything. It's like those little habits of doing one little thing every day um, will definitely get you to
1: where you want to be eventually. Thank you for that wonderful advice. So final question. Um, When you become an elder and you're reflecting on your life, what do you hope you have accomplished as a creative? Hmm.
0: I, I hope that I... Well, I do hope that I have a couple murals under my belt. That's like a big thing. I, I really want to do a mural in l a somewhere that's just been on my vision board for a while now. So, um I want to look back and see my art big. Like to me, that's that seems awesome. Like an awesome feeling, especially in my hometown, just to just to see your art in a big way, because I feel like art can, you know, if you're, I don't know navigating the art world can be tricky and, you know, trying to get representation. like there's there's a lot of different things that can that can seem like roadblocks to like becoming this, you know, super famous artist. But I think that if you're able to see your art in a big way, if it's physically big or just in galleries or even internationally, like those those types of things I feel. Like when you look back on them, it just, it just, I don't know, it just makes me feel warm. Like I I want to feel like I, I had an impact in a, in a big way. Um, Not necessarily fame, not necessarily just, you know, your stereotypical being someone famous, but just making a big impact and kind of knowing that you kind of spread your artistic seeds in as many places as possible. Um, I recently sold um, a couple of paintings to, some, to someone who lived in London, oh, um, some originals. Thank you. And it was just like, wow, that's really cool. Like someone so far away has a small piece of me. So I think just just being able to see your art spread throughout the the world would be an amazing thing to look back on for me
1: yes that's wonderful um I want to thank you so much for being on our podcast for this episode I've learned a great deal about your work and your practice and I'm hoping to continue watching your journey as well as my listeners Um, but in order to do that we would love to learn how to follow you what your website is so any social media you'd love to share we would love to know
0: Yes. Thank you so much for having me. This has been a great conversation. I love, I love talking about this stuff. So this, this felt awesome. Um, but yes, my, my website is where you can find, you know, everything that I do and links to purchase originals and prints and all that good stuff, which is CourtneyHeron.com. So C O R T N E Y. H E N.com. That's my website. Um, and then I'm on Instagram. That's kind of, um, pretty much like the only social media that I, that I'm focused on right now. Um, and that's at Courtney Heron. So same spelling as my website. Um, yeah,
1: and that's where you can find me.